From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Stocks of paired losses, the Dow and the S&P 500 index both declining today. The NASDAQ Composite Index up 12 points. And we are brought to you by National Realty. 30% returns on cash in rented real estate. Find them at NRIA. Net. Stocks slipped after strong consumer spending data boosted a bolstered the case that the Federal Reserve will raise interest rates as early as this summer. Oil had its longest run of monthly gains in five years, four in a row for crude oil. Today, West Texas Intermediate down seven tenths of one percent, falling thirty seven cents to forty eight dollars and ninety seven cents. Consumer spending up one percent in April as confidence falls amid concerns about the job market. Lynn Franco is Director of Economic Indicators at the Conference Board. She was our guest this afternoon right here on Taking Stock. If you take a look at the expectations, um, you know, six months down the road, there was an increase in those saying that they expect fewer jobs to be available. And I think this really translates into what we're sort of seeing a little bit in the labor market is that job growth may be slowing. I think the expectations are for about 160,000 jobs, perhaps less because of the Verizon strike um, at the end of this week. But uh, clearly a little bit slower than the 200-plus that we had averaged uh, in earlier months. And uh, spending uh, climbed in April by the most in almost seven years. A sign U.S. households are ready to help jumpstart growth after a first-quarter slowdown. The 1% increase was the most since August of 2009. S&P 500 index down two points to 2,097, a decline there of 0.1%. Dow Industrials down 87 points, a drop of five-tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 14, a gain of three-tenths of 1%. Gold up a dollar twenty the ounce to twelve fifteen, a gain there of point one percent. Four oh two on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey in Asensio. Donald Trump is breaking down how much money he raised for veterans' charities in recent months. The presumptive Republican presidential nominee gave details to reporters during a news conference today. I raised close to six million dollars. It'll probably be over that amount. Uh, when it's all said and done. But as of this moment, it's $5.6 million. Trump is edging closer to Hillary Clinton in a new national poll. Clinton leads Trump 47 to 45 percent in the latest NBC News Survey Monkey weekly poll. That's a two-point gain for Trump from the previous week. Clinton's rival Bernie Sanders leads Trump by 12 points, 52 to 40 percent in a hypothetical general election matchup. 
Scientists say municipal water in Flint, Michigan has gotten much better in recent months and is safe for hand washing, showering and bathing. But a filter should still be used for drinking and food preparation. A team provided an update today on results of sampling from homes and buildings in the city where the water became tainted with lead and other pollutants. And jurors have found former suburban Chicago police officer Drew Peterson guilty of trying to hire someone to kill the prosecutor who helped convict him in his third wife's death. Peterson had been accused of trying to hire a fellow inmate's uncle to commit that alleged murder. The former officer is already serving a 38-year sentence for that crime. He's now facing another 60 more years in prison. And a role reversal for Suffolk DA Daniel Conley. He's a witness in court defending himself in a lawsuit by a former prosecutor. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. Charlie? And we thank you. So the uh, monthly gain for stocks, S&P 500 index falling two points today to end the month at 2,096, down 0.1%. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers. It costs a little more. That name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and Shakers for Tuesday, May 31st, 2016. Taking a look at the constituents of the S&P 500, 250 advance, 251 decline, and four remain unchanged. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commerce, joins us now to begin our Movers and Shakers. And Dave, just a footnote. When we say S&P 500 and why are there more constituents, it is because there are multiple classes of stock for companies such as Alphabet, the parent of Google. Correct. And as it turns out, there are S&P 500 earnings reports this week, three of them to be exact, but none of them from companies that actually have their legal homes here in the U.S. So just wanted to clarify that point and then point out that today's report came from Medtronic, a medical device maker with their legal home in Ireland. Uh, profit margins at Medtronic for the fiscal fourth quarter were lower than analysts expected based on a Bloomberg survey. Medtronic's outlook for this fiscal year showed profit may do no better than match the average estimate. So you had Medtronic shares fall 1.5% in today's trading. And I'll point out Michael Kors Holdings, the luxury goods maker, has results due out tomorrow. And then the chip maker Broadcom, which was uh, Avago Technologies before uh, some deal making, uh, their results are due on Thursday. Well, let's take a look at uh, a utility company merger. There is a boom in these kinds of deals. More than $52 billion worth of utility bill deals pending or completed across the United States last year. That's the most since 2011. And this is our data compiled right here at Bloomberg. Uh, great plan. 
Plains Energy is agreeing to buy Weststar Energy. It's the biggest utility in Kansas for $8.6 billion. Uh, Great Plains will pay $51 per share in cash, $9 per share in stock. Uh, the CEO saying the combination of our two companies is the best fit for meeting our region's energy needs. Investors taking a look at this and buying Weststar Energy shares. The stock closing up 6.4% today at $56 and change, while Great Plains stock price is down nearly 5.9% at $29.18. Shares of Boeing today down about 2.3%. This comes after an investment report from Howard Rubel of Jeffries speaking about persistent delays in the KC-46 contract. This is the production of the new aerial refueling tanker. Howard Rubel calls it unsatisfactory in spite of the program's long-term potential. And he's, and uh, Boeing had said earlier that the Air Force had moved the KC-46 production decision to August uh, from this June and will implement a solution for that uh, refueling boom that has uh, been identified in flight testing as needing even more work. Contract awards previously expected in the spring, more postponements he describes as being a drag on Boeing cash flow, shares down 2.3% for Boeing. Tell you, it was a busy day on the deal front. West Star and Great Plains, just the biggest at $8.7 billion. But there are a couple of deals that kind of went off the rails a bit. Uh, one of them I want to focus on, Fidelity and Guarantee. Now, this is an insurer that had agreed to a takeover by China's Anbang Insurance Group. And if that name sounds familiar, it's because they've, among other things, bought the Waldorf Astoria here in New York. Well, as it turns out, Anbang withdrew a request with New York State regulators to go ahead and buy Fidelity and Guarantee. Uh, the regulators questioned Enbank's ownership structure and reserve funding for the deal valued at $1.6 billion. Now, this has already received approval from U.S. regulators, specifically the Committee on Foreign Investment in the U.S., which has to rule whenever uh, you get a company from China or a whole lot of other places uh, making uh, an offer like this. Enbank says it plans to re- refile in the near future. Nonetheless, the shares of Fidelity and Guarantee falling 3.3%. In today's trade. Quick look at Office Depot. You know that deal, that merger it wanted to make with Staples fell through less than a month ago and its stock has uh, fallen 40% over the past month. But today they got their stock price moving higher today, announcing a $100 million stock buyback plan. We now see shares of Office Depot closing up uh, 1.4%. It's time now for the Volatility Index Report, and it's brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Well, the VIX up more than 10% today, uh, closing at 14.33. That's up 1.2 points. It, that was uh, probably its biggest jump since early April. However, even with this, VIX remains on pace for a May decline. This is the last day of the month after rising 13% last month. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Hey, Mr. Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commerce. Tell us about an industrial services provider that may be benefiting from the index effect. I did look it up. Go ahead. All right. We're talking about Team Incorporated. Sounds like it should be in the uh, sports equipment business. Nonetheless, the company inspects and maintains refineries, 
petrochemical and power plants, pipelines, and other industrial facilities. Now, you might think a company named Team would have that as its ticker symbol as well. Hmm, no, it doesn't work like that. Another company has that ticker, so Teams is T-I-S-I. Team has been publicly traded since 1989. As of today's close, it's going into S&P's U.S. indexes for the first time. Team is joining the S&P's small cap 600 to replace beauty products maker Helen of Troy, which is moving up to the S&P mid cap 400. Now, S&P's indexes are tracked by a number of mutual funds and exchange traded funds. So when a stock such as Team is added, the funds and ETFs have to buy shares. Now, we talk about the index effect as a rule uh, with the S&P 500. It also operates for the small cap 600. You can see that in the performance of Team Incorporated shares today. They climbed 16%. It was the biggest one day gain since October 2011 and 4.9 million shares changed hands. That's 33 times the average for this stock over the past 12 months. That's quite a move. That's why they're called movers and shakers. Dave Wilson, thank you so very much. He is our stocks editor. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. We're taking stock on Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on Taking Stock, global bond markets. Qatar has a $9 billion bond sale. Could it be boosting Saudi Arabia's appetite for selling bonds? We'll find out next. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.